0: Monday, January 24, the 24th day of 2022, there are 341 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105, on Litchfield's Country Station 103.9 in the Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast, on Facebook. On YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country, and look back on an amazing weekend in sports. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on in the No. Suddenly into my left, rolling Mach Nine with her hair on fire is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah? Did you... Overall, yeah, yeah, good. (laughs) Did did you have anything good to eat this weekend? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You did? Yeah. Uh, Anything you want to share about? Well, you want me to tell it? (laughs) Sure, go ahead. Tell it. Listen, my husband made the best. (laughs) Is it hibachi? Yeah, it's hibachi. Oh, my goodness. Better than the restaurant? Pretty close. (laughs) Yeah. Homemade yum-yum sauce and everything. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Yum-yum.
1: It was So good. I was
0: really surprised how uh, well everything uh, turned out. I was kind of doing a little test drive to see if I could uh, figure that a great out, job. out. It's uh, It's uh, sometimes hard to pull off and do it like restaurant style. So over there is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Moscow, Paris, and even Hodgenville. He's Sam Gormley. And the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. All right. So let's just get this out of the way. Are you going to be impossible
1: to live with this week? <laughs> uh, I mean, in a lot of ways. I mean, <laughs> yes. It's it's a great 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 day to be a Bengals
0: fan. I, I know that you're happy, uh, and I don't blame you for being happy. But and I, and I may be approximating, but it seemed like you tweeted about five times in about sixty minutes the other night after the game. Hey. And I thought, if this is an indication of what hey. Sam's going
1: to be like to deal with next hey. week. I, I'm not sorry whatsoever. <laughs> I didn't say you had there's, to be sorry. See, here's the best part about that is that there's a button called mute. You can
0: mute me. <laughs> oh, I would never mute you, Sam. I don't, I I don't want to mute you. I think it's you. all good, good content, too. I, I just mean, noticed that listen, just like there was a, the rapidity in which you were, free, uh, were tweeting on uh, Saturday evening. I thought, this may be a glimpse. I mean, unless he's he gets it out of his system and then he comes back to Earth. On Monday, as the angst over the AFC Championship starts to build, then Sam just may be hard to—he
1: may be hard to—to to live Let's with. See, well. listen—it's—it—I uh, mean, my tweets were accurate. All I said is the Cincinnati Bengals are one win away from the Super Bowl. I, I I, was, one win away. There
0: was—you get no argument on validity. You're about to be uh, making content, yourself some
1: Cincinnati chili on come out soon.
0: Factual or any of that stuff. It's so, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I can't wait to talk about the weekend in, in football because it was uh, it was quite uh, quite remarkable. So uh, we'll, we'll get to that in just a few minutes. Weather-wise, uh, we're going to see some wind gusts this afternoon. Which um, when you when you start the morning in the twenties and then you get to almost fifty degrees in the afternoon. And then you end back in the 20s overnight. Hard to do that without a weather system moving through that will cause some wind gusts, maybe up to 30 miles an hour. But we're going to see mainly cloudy today, which is pretty much what you got uh, this morning. And we'll see a 20% chance of snow regionally. Don't, don't, uh, no milk and bread or anything like that. This is just, you may see some flurries. Uh, Tonight, uh, we'll see colder and a low of 26. Then tomorrow, clearing late tomorrow, a high only at the freezing mark, and then the bottom falls out again tomorrow night. We'll be down to 12, 14 degrees, something like that, as our low temperature for tomorrow evening, which will feel even cooler because of the the wind chill. Then back below the freezing point on Wednesday, we'll get back to 40 on Thursday. They keep kind of messing around. They were saying that precipitation was coming Wednesday, and now they've moved it to Thursday and uh, I think we're not going to see much precipitation at least until early next week.
1: I'm liking what we're seeing early next week, though.
0: Early next week, Groundhog right, Day. I mean, right
1: now, if they could lock that in, you know, Groundhog here.
0: Day would be in the mid 50s. But uh, that I might be,
1: we uh, flip that six and the five around and make it
0: 65. I'd be all right with that, uh, but um, that's not my department. Not in, not in charge of that. Uh, nation watching uh, today about the Ukraine. Um, the State Department yesterday ordered. Families of all American personnel at the U.S. Embassy in Ukraine to leave the country amid heightened fears of a Russian invasion. So there have been saber rattling for weeks with the Russian troops amassing at the Ukraine border. And then the U.S. NATO, uh, led by the United States, also saying if you do this, Here's what we're going to do. And if you don't pay attention to the geopolitical landscape, you may wonder, what in the world do we care about Ukraine? And why does Russia want to invade Ukraine so badly? And in simple terms, it's this. Ukraine wants to join NATO, which means the Ukraine wants to become more like other portions of Europe and Ukraine wants to be more like the United States. Ukraine wants to have more freedom, more liberty, and they are the next-door neighbors of Russia. And so what Putin is doing is he's playing a generational game. He says that if NATO can come to our doorstep, then a generation from here it's going to be hard to keep Russia under our thumb like we've had it for so long that if you've got so much liberty just literally across the border... You're going to see some Russians who get wise and go, huh, so I could just move right over there and I could have a completely different existence and livelihood. And Ukraine says, yes, you could. And they say, well, I mean, that's not too far from home. So I'll just go over there. And then they, you know, the oligarchs and all those people that that rule Russia, then they've they've lost their power. So that's why they are determined not to allow it to happen. So, what happens there? I do not know. Closer to home, one of the big headlines today is that Kentucky's largest public school district is resuming in person classes today after moving to remote learning for eight days during a rise in COVID-19 among teachers and staff. The Jefferson County Public School System announced yesterday they would be back in session today in person. They were running low on the, even the extension of days that the state government gave them to do NTI, but they do say because of uh, there are now enough staff members, substitute teachers, bus drivers, and other staff available to safely reopen school buildings. The reason I mention is because oftentimes JCPS is a little bit of a barometer, you know, they're dealing on bigger issues, maybe what the more rural communities and schools are dealing with on a smaller scale. So often it gives you a glimpse into what our local school systems may be encountering or dealing with uh, down downstream of that. Here locally, it's the 100th day of schools in Yay. Grayson County, so big celebration today. We have a, a kindergartner who <laughs> uh, is celebrating her 100th day at Clarkson Elementary School. And uh, had a customized T-shirt, or a customized not T-shirt, and customized this
1: shirt, right? and, uh,
0: buttons, and uh, you were, you were jealous of the shirt, weren't you?
1: Puffy paint.
0: I'm jealous of the shirt. Good times. I was jealous enough that when I dropped her off at school, I almost asked her if she wanted to trade mm-hmm. before <laughs> she got out of the out of the truck. As you know, I thought, well, you can wear my shirt today, and I'll wear your shirt. But I didn't do that because they had worked so hard. Uh, on it but it I don't by the way I don't want to rain on anyone's parade I don't know if it actually is the 100th day of school or it's the scheduled 100th day mm-hmm. of school it's like president's day we celebrate president's day but it's never really you know uh, Washington's birthday or anything I like think that they count so. it. But 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 they've been planning it for a while that Mm -hmm. if they so they lost a day. They that's my thing is is it is it the planned 100th day or is it actually the 100th day? I think it's the actual Okay, people who like specifics and details like me kind of like to know that type of thing. So does it matter? It absolutely matters not. It matters not one iota. It's just you know how I am. (laughs) I I, I need to know. A manhunt is underway after a Bullitt County man whose trailer was being stolen was shot and killed by thieves over the weekend. The Bullitt County Sheriff's Office says Saturday morning about 3.15, police were alerted to an enclosed trailer theft in progress on Woodsdale Road. That's uh, 10 miles outside of Shepherdsville. At A uh, deputy spotted a white 1999 Dodge Ram truck with a stolen trailer that had crashed head-on into a tree on Cedar, Greve Road, uh, Cedar Grove Road. The victim of the theft, Kevin Watts, age 42, had pursued the suspects and struck the trailer when the suspects crashed into the tree. They then fled on scene, apparently on foot. The deputy discovered that Watts had been shot, and uh, police said the assailants were believed to be two males and who are likely suffering from injuries consistent with a head-on collision, but uh, he lost his life in in that. It's uh, very unfortunate. Uh, I don't don't know how many trail towns or if we have a lot of those. Uh, I don't know how many we have that are close to us, but the city of Livermore, that's in Sam's favorite McLean County, I have Uh,
1: nothing against my friends in McLean County. That's why I
0: said it's your favorite. Mm -hmm. That's why you you, you love them.
1: We'll be there in a couple of weeks. A
0: city in western Kentucky has become certified. Oh, it's the 25th trail town in the the state. Livermore received a certification from the Kentucky Department of Tourism. And I guess what's what's a trail town? Well, the Tourism and Economic Development Program provides a strategic plan for communities which commit to sharing outdoor opportunities, culture, history, and stories, with visitors looking for adventure. Livermore offers paddling on both the rough and green rivers and cycling on three new routes for bicyclists. So anyway, if you're looking to get out and see uh, more of uh, the Commonwealth's beauty... Livermore is an area you can do that in addition to the, the beauty
1: From where we would come, we go through Livermore, but we don't get quite to Calhoun. That's correct, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah that's we, what I thought.
0: I, I historically called it going to Calhoun because but you don't that's the qu- thing people... you don't get
1: quite to there, right? No,
0: that's, and you know, I think Truth be told, I'm not sure I've ever been to you're Calhoun.
1: In, you're in like a suburb of Calhoun,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's kind of like Harnett Brec- Breckenridge County High School mm-hmm. is in Harnett, not Hardensburg. Yeah, okay. And so uh, McLean County High School is But you can throw a
1: rock at Hardensburg.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You you can do that. But, now that. but now that you mention it, I'm not sure that I've ever been further down that road than, than McLean High County High School.
1: Mm-hmm. I've only been to McLean County High School once.
0: <laughs> so. All right. All uh, right. Saturday started with a big showdown in college basketball as the number 12 Kentucky Wildcats went on the road down on the plains of Auburn to face the number two ranked Auburn Tigers. I presume they will later today be the. Number 1, ranked Auburn Tigers. 80-71 to 71 was the victory. Cats uh, played. tie uh, tie Washington only played 8 minutes before he got injured with an ankle injury. Severe Wheeler went out at an inopportune time. Came back. He went out. They were up by 1. Came back. They were down 7 or 8. And just couldn't ever get over the hump. But I like a rematch between those teams with both of them being fully healthy. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was again? an
1: entertaining. I mean, the, the first... Because I don't think they had like a whistle in the first six minutes of the game, and that was just really entertaining basketball. Because it was back and forth, and it was also really entertaining because Kentucky was winning seventeen to seven. Or I glance, and that. it was
0: uh, like fourteen minutes to go in the first uh-huh. half. Is like they've played the entire time without a stoppage in play.
1: Yeah, and it's 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 amazing that. And I'm not saying that officials were a reason in that game, but it's just amazing on how enjoyable it is if they just play. You know. Yeah,
0: uh, Sam, what's going on at WKU?
1: Yeah, they. Uh, I don't know there's uh, something what, what's the the line for Macbeth? what is something's in denmark something's rotten Man, something's, something's rotten, rotten into something, denmark
0: something's rotten I, uh-huh. it is just weird to see big turmoil i don't know that we call it turmoil at wku yet but there's something going on there that There's something that doesn't meet the eye that's causing him to have major struggles.
1: It was very interesting to me that I saw on Twitter that now I think the the WKU fan base is kind of starting to, to turn a little bit against Stansbury. Yeah, And I saw one fan say, we need to replace Rick with another one. And I said, "Oh, can you imagine?"
0: No. But, Patino to
1: bowling green. Well,
0: that might that would be Patino's way of getting finally getting back to Louisville. He just follows the Patrino route, you know, <laughs> he just goes to Western and then backs his way back into 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 Louisville. Well, then because I was going to say The Louisville fans would love to have him back today. They don't care what he's done. Uh-huh. They'd love to have him versus what they've got. Uh, did you see did did you see Malik Williams in the press conference at the, after the U of L game on Saturday? Not
1: necessarily a uh, sounding endorsement. It's not a ringing
0: endorsement of Coach Mack and his staff. He, uh, Malik Williams, who is a co captain for the Cards, um, asked, he was asked by Tim Sullivan or somebody in the Louisville media, said, uh, "Ask are teammates still responding to the coaching staff or have they tuned them out? And he waited for 30 seconds. I mean, it is. Thirty long seconds where he just sits there and he thinks and then he says, I don't have a comment for that
1: because I saw when I saw that the when the tweet came out, somebody said that that's what he had said and I said, oh oh well, okay, I mean, I guess that makes sense, but no the, the pause is what what I mean he didn't even need to answer.
0: He knew he didn't have a comment about 29 seconds earlier uh-huh. but he waited the full 30 He's, he was he was choosing you know in Hamilton they say not going to lo- not going <laughs> to waste my shot and he was trying to think am I not going to waste my shot here so uh but then later on in the day on uh, after the the UK game the Bengals and Titans the Bengals went to Nashville and I thought it was a tremendous game it was um, and you'll you'll hear me say that four times in fact um Shooter McPherson though at the gun
1: does has he earned the name money well he we, they've now changed it to shooter they've changed Shoot, it to shooter shooter not mcpherson money, anymore. money mac yeah they're, they're still trying to go through the names cuz he's a young guy but uh you yeah, know it was a it was a great game and i mean it, it was if if you were a fan of football that, i mean all four games were fantastic but uh, it's good to see the Cincinnati Bengals now in what, the AFC what, Championship. What
0: were you? Where were you, Sam? Where were sitting you sitting on my couch? I wondered if you were at well, home. Well, I, I mean, were you alone?
1: Yes. Um.
0: Did your neighbors ever knock on the door
1: i was it was a wonder, but i mean i I say that I was on my couch, but I probably transitioned from my couch to my knees to my to standing up and pacing but yeah. it was a uh, I pretty much created a walking trail in my living room
0: two weeks in a row though that the Bengals defense comes up with a major game changing uh interception I mean last week it was a game ceiling. Uh, uh, interception that ended the game, but this gave them, what, well, they have 20 seconds left? They yeah. intercepted. Tannehill threw an interception with 20 seconds left, setting the Bengals up for a, f- a 46-yard field goal to end yeah, and it. See,
1: and I, as I said last week, I said, in a lot of these playoff games, it's not always the case, but especially in closing seconds, the team with a better quarterback wins. And Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill.
0: Well, uh, that that certainly makes its case into the final game for tomorrow night, which we'll get to. Then the late game, on uh, Saturday, uh, it was a big weekend for kickers. Gould, uh, was it Robbie? Robbie, Robbie Gold? Gold. Robbie Gold. Yep. Uh, kicked a field goal to give the 49ers a 13 to 10 upset of the Packers. Packers have themselves to blame. Their special teams were awful. A blocked punt. A blocked punt that then they, they basically had the game, but then the blocked field goal is the thing mm-hmm. that let the 49ers back in it. And so, uh, so we have Nashville hot chicken. And cheese plate eliminated on Saturday. Gone. So those See two ya. off off the menu. Then rolling into tomorrow, I mean yesterday. I thought that Tampa Bay was gonna get
1: run off the field. Well, if 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 the Rams did not fumble at the end of the first half, they would have.
0: Twenty seven to three was the halftime deficit that Brady and the Bucks wore down, but they rallied back to where it took a field goal, thirty yard field goal. At the end of regulation, for the Rams to win thirty to twenty-seven, that also was a good game.
1: Yeah, it was a great game. I, I mean, Brady made the comeback, but I mean, it also was a lot of choking by the Rams. I, I did, I did kind of hate to
0: see Cuban sandwich and Columbia salad get eliminated from the menu right
1: there. Yeah, me too. I mean, I probably like, didn't hate seeing Tom Brady get eliminated though. Did I, you? I, I don't have hate for Tom Brady. But it's nice to have somebody different. I do kind
0: of have love for the Rams because I'm a Liam Cohen fan. Uh And Liam Cohen was a coach at at L.A. I like Aaron Donald pretty well. He's really Uh, good. So I I think California cuisine offers a lot Mm -hmm. on the Super Bowl menu. But love Cuban sandwiches and love that Columbia uh, restaurant uh, salad. So that was the only like, well, I kind of hate to see that go. (laughs) And then the nightcap last night. Wow. Uh, we we probably overused the term instant classic. You know, you'll see a really good game between two teams. Like, oh, that was an instant classic. Last night was an instant classic. Last night was one. The Chiefs and the Bills, um, it, it's a perfect example for why the overtime rules in the playoffs for the NFL must be changed.
1: They should be changed uh, not just in the playoffs. They should be changed in, in... – it, it, it just
0: – I think fans felt robbed – that Buffalo didn't get yet another chance. They scored 25 points in less than two minutes were scored between those
1: two teams. Minute 57 or something, Minute 57,
0: there were 25 points scored, and then you had your overtime, and uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes connects with Kelsey in the end zone and seals that win in You want to know
1: what the biggest shame was while watching that game, though? I was sitting there thinking, as it was like, it was a great game, and I was like, it's really a shame that neither one of these teams is making the Super Bowl. Like it's such a, such, a, such a shame, such a shame. Ooh, I guess such you can, shame. I
0: guess you can talk that today. Such um, a shame. So the lineup for this weekend will be, you've got uh, Montgomery in. Skyline Chili. You've got Montgomery in versus Kansas city barbecue. And you have California cuisine versus rice-a-roni or so. So you could almost do Japanese Or Chinese, depending upon like Mm what you could almost decide between the two West Coast teams on which you which you want. But there are a lot of options between those two. So Miss Buckles, based upon that lineup, do you want who do you want to see advance this weekend? Do you want to see Montgomery Inn or Kansas City Barbecue?
1: Um. Margarine. Okay. Yeah. Right and
0: answer. Do you want, to, uh, do you want California cuisine or rice a roni or Ooh. basically you know some type of Chinese California cuisine. cuisine? You're going California yeah. cuisine. All right. So be,
1: you get the Rams connection there because Zach Taylor came from the Rams.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just like Sam. If the Rams and the Bengals end up in the in the Super Bowl, I'm going to have a really hard time. Why? I'm just going to tell you. I just I'm, I'm probably just going to have to be <laughs> neutral and just say, I hope for a good game. Neutral. I can't pull for anyone like, between no, those two. I'll have,
1: you, I'll have you saying who
0: day by the end of the week. <laughs> we got to get to a break. <laughs> we'll come back. we got more on the way. Hang around. You're on In the note. Compliment day. So, uh, compliment someone today. It is peanut butter day today. Oh, big fan. And it is talk like a grizzled prospector day today. That's something that Yukon Cornelius, I would think, would be very <laughs> good at.
1: Like the guy yeah. from uh, the prospector from Toy Story.
0: Yes, the prospector from Toy Story would be good. Mm-hmm. Pete.
1: Prospector Pete. I think Prospector that's right. Pete, I think
0: that's yeah, right. Yep. Um, Kelsey Grammer. That I don't know. Kelsey Grammer was Probably. the voice of yeah. uh, Prospector Pete. Yeah. Uh, then there seemed like there was a very good uh, Jack. Not uh, there is. Um, from Looney Tunes, is Yosemite Sam a prospector? I would say so. I would think so too. He I would, had
1: plenty of stuff Yosemite Sam's. Growing Black up.
0: Black Jack Chirac is not a prospector, but he's someone that tangled with Yosemite Sam from time to time. So, um, so yeah, people people really like to associate you with Yosemite mm. Sam. That and Green Sam. Eggs and a Ham. Uh, oh. Sam, oh. Sam, you are. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got it. I can I can see that. Um, and then military posters, right? Oh yeah, the I, mm-hmm. the I want you, mm-hmm. the old, uh, uh yeah, I got it. Uh, so <laughs> weeks away, it's all starting to be revealed. The Beijing Olympics, what opening ceremony is the third or something?
1: Yeah, but it might not be the fourth. It, I guess when it's on primetime, it yeah. might be the fourth.
0: But they'll they'll show it kind of like know. they did for last year's uh, Summer Olympics where you can probably watch it live if you want to. But it puzzled me last week. Well, it made me wonder how difficult a decision it was for NBC to say we're not sending any of our announcers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're not sending Mike Tirico we're not sending Lindsey Vaughn. We're not sending Johnny and uh, what's-her-face Tara. We're not sending them. Mm-hmm. They're going to be in our studio in Stanford, Connecticut, applying the commentary. <laughs> I, I guess, f-
1: I mean, most years, I mean, you want to go to Beijing or
0: Stanford, Connecticut? They're sending some production staff that have to be there, mm-hmm. but your talent, as you know them, they are not sending. And I have a feeling I may know the thing that pushed them over the edge, China has brought back its undignified backside COVID swabs two weeks before the Beijing Winter Olympics Mm. (laughs) begin. The communist regime claims the virus test, which involves... A swab. Yeah, a swab Mm -hmm. and uh, some rotation. Where where where
1: Where the sun doesn't shine.
0: Right, yeah. Um... And they're saying that it's more reliable than other tests. Do you buy that? Um, I don't have to <laughs> buy it. Does it matter? <laughs> um,
1: I'm sure that uh, the health department here is very glad that they the, don't have to do that. The uh, Can you imagine going through the testing line up oh, there? Getting around, even. Pe- getting around people's mouths are hard enough. Yeah. Uh, at least 27
0: people underwent these uh, swab tests uh, south of the equator. At an apartment building in Beijing, where a 26 year old woman go to a random apartment? had caught Omicron, and this was the city's first recorded case of the variant. Oh,
1: I see what you're saying. I thought you meant that to get the test, they had just had to go to a random apartment in Beijing. <laughs> no, there are so many they, questions. They reintroduced
0: mm-hmm. the this methodology of testing at an apartment complex where they tested 27 individuals because one person had tested positive. Japan is calling on China to stop using the undignified test as some passengers said it caused them, passengers? Some psychological distress. You really? Think? China allegedly ordered American diplomats to undergo these tests, sparking a row with the State Department. You know why Biden did not going in. So now we know... Well, we know why no Americans are going. But we're still sending the athletes.
1: Poor Sean White. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's been an Olympian for how long? It gives a
0: new definition to curling. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my. Ooh. Really?
0: 11 cases have been confirmed in the capital city of uh, Genoa. Organizers today said the already scaled-back Olympics torch relay will be cordoned off from the public to stop the virus from spreading. Um, you know, if California breaks bad in the next couple of weeks, the NFL is fully prepared to move the game from SoFi in Los Angeles to somewhere else. I think once they get beyond this weekend, they're probably locked in and can't move it. They, I don't they think that
1: there's a chance in France that they move that game
0: I don't think they'll do it, but I do think that Californians, Gavin Newsom's of the world and people in Los Angeles, are well aware that if they were to make some bold move that the NFL said, You're basically gonna ruin our party, then they could they could call an audible at the line of scrimmage. Are we too far gone now? Can we just have the Olympics somewhere else? Can we go back to Tokyo? Mm-hmm. Except they probably don't know how to make ice and snow. They know how to.
1: Just do them in Caneyville. We
0: have had plenty of ice and
1: snow uh-huh. the last. I mean, more than normal. Is there a ski slope in Caneyville that I'm not aware of? I'm just saying. Absolutely.
0: Do we have to do it at all? Yes, yes, we do have to do it. sure yeah, uh, we, yeah, we can do, but a, but we do, have to do
1: we it. We could probably put an ice rink out in the front of yes, Caneyville but School, but right? Sam, right.
0: right. Right there on South Main Street. I mean, running right in front of Caneyville Christian Church would be Uh a great downhill course. Okay. I mean, you could even start out there by the parkway and come down and cut across Southland Drive and then turn left and then come on to 185 and then down. You could go all the way to the railroad tracks on a downhill. Now, we're going to need you to try that out. I mean, you could
1: use, like, buckles some days, too. You
0: all don't know that I haven't already tried that. This headline stood out to me. A woman donated a kidney to her boyfriend, and then he brutally dumped her. (laughs) When they first got together, Colleen said her boyfriend has been upfront about how he'd been struggling with chronic kidney disease since the age of 17. But while you naturally assume that he would be eternally grateful to his girlfriend for what she did for him, after she donated his kidney, he then... Uh, he had the audacity to cheat on her seven months later. She says a lot of arguments later. I eventually forgave him and gave him a second chance. But then he broke up with her, and then, of course, the world has said, you know, he has some nerve to I mean, do that.
1: Not that it's better, but seven months at least is, is some time. Like, I thought you meant it was one of those things that he got out of the hospital and said, hey, <laughs> see yeah, ya.
0: Right, 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 right. I
1: mean, not that that's better,
0: but... I- I also would tell you just because even if they had been married, you would think that increases the chances, you know, that it wouldn't end that way. But it doesn't guarantee it. But I guess you just, you something know, something
1: tells me there might have been some trouble in paradise beforehand.
0: Probably there probably was a mechanic totals a three point four million dollar Ferrari Ooh. after smashing it into a tree stump on a test drive. In the Netherlands, a mechanic totaled a rare $3.4 million Ferrari smashing at the bright red Enzo sports car, one of only 400 made, mm. had two wheels ripped off and may be irreparable. Local news reports suggest a dealership mechanic was behind the wheel. He escaped unhurt but was taken to the hospital for a checkup. The uh, weather conditions were damp and chilly, maybe three degrees in temperature. I think that's going to be Celsius. Um, just 400 of the mid-engine dream cars left the Ferrari production line between 02 and 04. They cost $609,000 new at launch, but because there are only 400, they have appreciated in value, and 03 recently uh, sold by Sotheby's for $3.36 hey. million. Dollars. Yeah, Imagine I'm, being that mechanic.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure his insurance is not covering that.
0: I guess the dealership's insurance probably but uh I mean I guess it depends on whether whether it was sanctioned. You know, there have been times right. I've taken mine to the dealership and said, "Will you please have one of your mechanics drive this so they can hear the noise that it's making or the because yeah. you try and describe it and they look at you like You're really dumb making that noise. Or they're having so much fun just making you make that noise. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We can just get him to do whatever we want. So I sometimes, like, beg the mechanics, will you please go out and drive it under these conditions and do whatever? So I guess, was this a joyride or was this a test drive? And if Mm -hmm. it's a test drive, I would presume that the dealership is insured, but irreparable? Mm-hmm. If they're just going to throw it out, I'll take it. I know it's missing two wheels. you but... got
1: an empty parking spot now.
0: <laughs> well, we got a bunch of empty parking spots. Mm-hmm. So I saw this headline last week, and I didn't know any of the details, but it is proving my point on why no shoulders are bad. <laughs> <laughs> a snake expert from North Carolina, well, we're using that term liberally now, a snake expert from North Carolina uh, removed 124 snakes in total from the Charles County home where David Riston was found deceased Wednesday. The inventory included a highly venomous black mamba, cobras, and rattlesnakes. Where? North Carolina. Pomfret. Uh, no, Pomfret, oh. Maryland is oh. where it happened. The expert, they had to call in from North Carolina mm. oh. because Jennifer Harris, who is a spokesperson for that county in Maryland, said they needed outside assistance. She said, we don't have that type of expertise at our own animal shelter. So that's why we contacted people who would know how to help remove the animals. How Riston died is officially still under investigation, but multiple sources say there was evidence of a snake bite. He had a state-issued permit to own some of his snakes, but not the venomous ones. Maryland law is clear. A person may not possess a long list of wild animals, which includes poisonous snakes. They say it's illegal because they can kill you. You don't say? Yes. Yes, they can. They're Satan's hand puppet. They're no shoulders. They're no good. Sneaky snake, right? Sneaky snake. Those laws are in place to keep people safe. The curator of the reptile house at the National Zoo said, In ways, is this desserts? Is this just desserts? Is this when you overplay your hand? Like you were permitted to have some of them, but you were having some of them that you weren't supposed to. Mm -hmm. Is this poetic justice or is it sad? It's sad. It
1: it It is sad. Um, It is sad. However,
0: can we agree he has himself to blame?
1: Yes. I do agree
0: with that. Right. Sad, but you have yourself to play. We gotta get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way, come on in the note. Well, things have been a little complicated. Quality, life has gotten me down. Did you know? Hot water freezes faster than cold water. I I've I heard that. that. I've heard that. I kind of wonder why that is. I'm sure there's, Science. Some, there's some scientific answer on that. Well,
1: I think it's it's kind of that thing have you seen where you'll boil a pot of water on a cold day and go out and throw it out and it, like, turns to vapor immediately. Mm-hmm. you seen those videos? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've not ever done that, but I've seen No, I've, it.
1: I've never done it as either, but I've, I've seen the, I've seen the that, videos. I heard that happen.
0: Uh, we uh, might... Well, let me tell you about Spider-Man first. Spider-Man is now... Spider-Man No Way Home is now the sixth highest grossing movie of all time. Is that because there are no other options?
1: Uh, maybe. I've heard it's really good.
0: The 27th... Marvel Cinematic Universe MCU, yeah, yeah, that's what they call it. Uh, movie has proven to be a massive box office success, which reports in Variety detailing that the film has now grossed more than one point six nine billion dollars globally. That's not any adjustment for inflation or comparison, and as a result, it's become the sixth highest-grossing movie of all time. So, all right, congratulations! First came out in November, and um, but there's not been really much. There's not been really much to create, you know, to capture market share and eyeballs. And so I think a lot of people are, they've, they've watched it and then they go home and they pay to watch it again, you know, on, on demand. I think it's on, it's on demand. So anyway, uh, learning a little bit more about the Adele situation with the delay of her residency in Las Vegas and there is some speculation that some tension between the building, so that being the Colosseum, Caesar's. I don't know who operates the building. I know it's at Caesar's Palace.
1: Is it not Caesar? It, it
0: It's, well, <laughs> no. see, it's not the original Caesar that lived there. It's Caesar's, mm. neph- Caesar's nephew. Oh, okay. Um, so. I did. I didn't know. I've yeah, he, he had outsourced that to his, his one of his sisters that he liked a lot. He gave his it name, to his nephew. Is his name Ranch, right. but Caesar did stay there. Stop <laughs> Caesar, Caesar did stay there. It not. Rand. How many times have you seen the there? <laughs> oh, what uh, a few times. Gosh, I don't know how many times. I, I can't count. <laughs> I wasn't asking you. Wasn't I've asking seen it a few you. times. Yeah. So, it, and it sounds like maybe there's a disagreement because. Adele blamed delivery delays and her team coming down with COVID as uh, the reasons for delaying, but the managers of the venue, Caesars Palace, attempted to make the perfectionist perform Skyfall with a 60-member choir while she was looking to keep the performance low-key and all about the voice. If you listen to the if you listen to the version of Skyfall that is on the James Bond soundtrack and if you listen to the version that won the Oscar for best song from a motion picture it has a big choir in it. And so I think that's the expectation when you hear it when she did her special at the observatory in Los Angeles She had not a 60-person choir, but she did have backup vocalists when she performed this song. So is it about the 60-member choir? Or think of it this way. If you have to keep 60 extra people on retainer and -hmm. you have to pay them at least scale wages for three shows every weekend, so you're basically... You've got to pay people to be in this choir, but you have to pay them in three days to basically – it adds production cost to the – And then plus probably a day for rehearsal and – So it just makes you wonder, (laughs) is this about her wanting to let her voice shine Mm -hmm. or do they not want to pay 60 other people to be part of the production crew? I don't – I don't, I don't. I don't
1: know that I would blame her if that was the reason.
0: Here's what I'll tell you: if if she wants to pay me, if she'll pay my expenses to get back and forth, I'll sing in her choir for free.
1: But say you probably do it once for free, anyways.
0: Oh, you did more than once.
1: I'd probably, yeah, I'd probably get myself there and back at least once in, <laughs> <laughs> in order
0: in order to do it. So I'm just saying, it was a big weekend for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is now in the NASCAR. Hall of Fame. I follow Dale Earnhardt Jr. on Twitter, and uh, I've come to like him a lot.
1: Well, his wife is a former UK cheerleader. Isn't that what it is? There's a UK connection. I believe that's
0: right. Yeah, and, and uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is also going to play a role in the Kentucky Broadcasters Association Fall Convention this year down in Owensboro, and so that's one of the reasons that I've had to become more... Um, he seems very oh, genuine. He, he is. He, he is very genuine, and... He he seemed like a he seemed kinda like a, a, a hot shot, you know, when he was driving that eight car and he wears baseball cap backward and all that stuff. But he really he had really uh grown as an individual or I guess matured as you will, as as at the same time I hope that I would have, and I just kind of I just I'm really impressed with him. So congratulations on getting in. One of the things if you go back and listen to his speech, his acceptance speech into the hall one of the things that he kept saying a lot was the word we. He would say he, he, didn't, he didn't take any personal credit for what he was able to do. He just said we were able to have a lot of success and we focused on this and we and we and we. And it's just an acknowledgment that especially in that sport, the driver gets a lot of credit. But there are countless other people who are responsible for uh, getting you to the Hall of Fame. Gotta get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know.
1: He said, "I wanna see you again, but I'm stuck in cold weather.
0: MB's Point, a ponder Maybe for today. We'll be Sam, I know you're not. I know you're not there yet. Because it's still football season for you, mm-hmm. so
1: well now and I got Evan McPherson up on the TV. I, yeah,
0: I, when I, I do I get my Bengals I, I, connection I, I, up
1: in here right now?
0: I understand that it is definitely still football season for you, but my question is: Are we going to have a major league baseball season? Yes, we are going to have one. Is it going to start on time? No. Okay. the The reason that I, I was that prompted with that is because. Uh, pitchers and catchers supposed to report in what a week and a half, two weeks, first early yeah, early be, that's, that's February. That's not happening. But I saw the news this week that they're going to let some robots be umpires in AAA mm-hmm. this season, and some of the spring training games, Grapefruit League, Cactus League, are going to use robotic umpires. Mm-hmm. Is this going to work?
1: What it is is, at least from what I understand, is it's just it's a regular umpire that has an earpiece, and he just does he just calls what the the earpiece tells him.
0: And he can't overrule the earpiece.
1: He's not so, supposed to. So they get fed the balls and strikes, but Correct. as far as the out safe
0: calls are still Correct. the
1: human. Correct. Uh. Correct. From what I understand, that that's kind of the. The, but then again, you look. I mean, these umpires. Strike. I don't know if you've seen the umpire <laughs> scorecard Twitter account. No. There's a Twitter account that after every game, they go through and they give the umpires a grade. Yes. Off of the percentage of strikes they get right. And these umpires average 95, 96%. So which is this is going hard. to make baseball more exciting? No. You won't even know the difference. No. no. You, All right. So uh, still it, since you don't know. <laughs> okay. You, you won't know the difference. Ball. Ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Pass ball. Mm-hmm.
0: No interest. Just a bit outside. <laughs> <Is> that your... <laughs> That's a robot. Bob, Bob Euchre. Yes, yeah, robotic Euker. Bob Euchre. That's what we want. <laughs> Just a bit outside. The Bachelor. <laughs> the Bachelor is on ABC that. tonight. <laughs> on ABC, The Promised Land. The CW has March. And on HBO, series premiere something called The Gilded Age. Starring Christine Baranski
1: was wondering and we can talk about this after but the ghosts show is that good yeah oh it is because i keep so good watching as much football as i did i kept seeing preview after preview after preview after preview of it and i yeah
0: it's good hadn't talked to you about it i just love i love the way they they tie the decades in history together so each it's very smart each era in history is represented by a ghost Mm -hmm. and so but to see them try and cohabitate and then the references, you know, so one will say something and the others will look around like, what's that
1: mean? So the owners of the, are they um, millennials or? Yeah,
0: probably. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably millennials.
1: So millennials are, yeah. yeah it's it's, a, it's
0: Interacting good. with the ghosts. Yeah. It's really to, good. Today's highlight in history, this date in, in 1989 confessed serial killer Ted Bundy was executed in Florida's electric chair. In 1848, James W. Marshall discovered a gold nugget at Sutter's Mill in North Carolina. A discovery that led to the gold rush of 1849 and why we have the San Francisco 49ers. Winston Churchill died this date in 1965 in London at age
1: 90.
0: Hi. Uh, Ray Stevens is 83 today. Neil Diamond is 81 today. Oh wow! I would love to hear. The world deserves a collaboration between Ray Stevens and Neil Diamond.
1: Are you allowed to like Neil Diamond?
0: Yes, I am. I, can, can you I listen asked, to "Sweet Caroline"? I've asked recently.
1: No, no, I don't
0: like "Sweet Caroline" because that's been cabbaged by Boston. Mm-hmm. That's but, what I felt like. You but, weren't allowed to we're like that. Come to America. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can. I can do Neil Diamond, uh, but. Don't you think Ray Stevens and Neil Diamond should do a duet together before they hang up their careers? I think that would be wonderful. Maybe they should have done that 25 years ago. I think it's more viable and more believable now. Are they going to
1: be like animals involved? Love on the rocks.
0: They call him the streak. Look at that. Look at that. Love on the rocks. Woo. Too late. That would be a wonderful mashup. Aaron Neville is 81 today. Yakov Smirnoff is 71. Mary Lou Retton is 54. Ed Helms is 48. Speaking of the hangover.
1: Mm -hmm. Tati from The Office, too. That's (laughs) how I think of him.
0: Nard Dog. Tatiana Ali is 43 today. And Misha Barton is 36. Gone but not forgotten. Ernest Borgnine in 1917. Oral Roberts in 1918. John Belushi, born this date in 1949. Wow. Chart Toppers. We will go to, who is this? Lou Monte.
1: Well, I'll be down to get you with a card, honey. You better be ready, about a half past eight. Now, baby, don't be late. I want to be there the when the band
0: Strutters starts
1: Town <laughs> Remember when we get there, baby. Two steps, we're going to have a ball. There are a worse songs played on the, the show. When they up. play those Jelly Roll oh, Blues. The Jelly Roll one. Blues.
0: Yeah. I don't know what was happening. That's either. my uh, that's my favorite Lou Monte song.
1: Can you name another?
0: Uh-oh. If I, had, if I could turn the record over, I'd look at the back side. Here we go. The Exciters, number one in 63
1: with Tell Him. Tell Him, Tell Him, Tell Him. Tell Him, Tell Him. It, we forgot, I forgot to mention on TV tonight too You have Lady Cougar Basketball at LaRue County 6.30 Central Tip. Over to the land of Lincoln huh? Again We've been there a lot recently Did you have anything to say to Lincoln when we drive by? Lincoln,
0: Lincoln I've been thinking We can make up the rest of it if you want 1972 Al Green number one Let's stay together Let's go to 1981. All the time oh, see, there you go. Here's your On boy. his birthday. Doesn't he deserve to do a duet with Ray Stevens?
1: What if it's Sweet Caroline? Heart.
0: No, it needs to be Give Mississippi Squirrel Revival. Yes, please. It needs to be a Ray right. Stevens song. It doesn't here. need to be a Neil Diamond song. <laughs> or it could be a mashup, but it can't be Sweet Caroline. Yesterday's gone. How about Cracklin' Rosie and the Mississippi Squirrel Revival?
1: Cracklin' Squirrel Revival?
0: Something like that. 1990. Michael Bolton, number one. Proving balding guys can still rock a strong (laughs) hair game.
1: That is some hair right there. (laughs)
0: not see that coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he, he had an eight head and then he had hair down to his waist. Tell <laughs> me,
1: baby, I need to know now, 99. Brittany. Is me anyhow, She's free now, isn't she?
0: Mm-hmm. The best, Theoretically. Yeah, I don't guess she's doing her Vegas residency any longer. Alicia Keys, number one in 08 with no one. Bruno Mars, 24 Karat Magic, number one, five years ago today. It's already been five years since that song was number one. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today, the joy that isn't shared dies young. The joy that isn't shared dies young. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beach I'm MB, and now you're in the know.